second episode of Plates Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Cruz, and today we have a very special guest. She's the most beautiful girl that I've ever met inside and out, and she also is very inspiring and successful. Will you please welcome Kelsey? <laughs> this is my girlfriend, Kelsey. She is the first interview of many interviews that I will be doing on the show. I chose her because she's, like I said, very inspiring, very successful in her journey, her school journey and things like that. So I think we all have a lot to learn from her, and she's very smart also, very intelligent. Oh my gosh, this introduction. <laughs> Intelligente. Uh, so what I wanted to do is kind of dive into the big things and then go on to ask little questions just to get to know Kelsey better. So one of the big things I did want her to talk about um, was just school, mm-hmm. how you succeed in school, and how oh. <laughs> heavy-weighted question. Uh, but no, just just how you succeed in school, especially if you're not feeling it or you're not in the best headspace, or you know, like how do you overcome these obstacles? Because I feel like you overcame a lot in school, and you're definitely doing a lot better in school now that you ever did. So can you elaborate on that? Yes. Well, first I want to say I'm really excited to be here. I feel really honored to be your first guest. Um, But yeah, with school, I feel like college is just honestly very stressful, very hard. If you're in college or you've ever been in college, I think everyone can agree that it's not always the best of times when it comes to the schoolwork, homework, tests. Um, final exams like we know how finals week goes but I guess the number one thing that has helped me in school is just remembering like why I'm there and what the bigger picture is and like what the end goal is because I feel like if you like keep that in mind always then you'll remember why you have to like put in the work and keep your motivation up but it's never easy and I'm still learning. So I wouldn't say like I have a down pat, but I definitely continued learning type of thing. Yes, for sure. And I've definitely done better this past semester in school. Um, and I hope it continues, but I think that's really what helps me is just remembering why I'm there and like all the time I've spent and money, of course, like, you just have to keep those things in mind and, like, push yourself to go forward. And then I feel like if you, like, study a little bit each day, like, kind of do something each day, like, then it doesn't feel like you're piling everything on the day before a test or the day before an assignment's due. Like, just work on something each day. And it makes you feel like you're at least being productive in school. If you're not working on schoolwork every day, I feel like then that's when you start to stress because you're like, I'm not doing anything. So, So why don't you give a little background of like where you are in your career and your like journey in school right now? So I chose to, well, at first I didn't choose to do biology. At first I did business. So I did business like my first full year of college. And I feel like I definitely chose that because going into college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but I felt like business was something that, like, is kind of universal that you can apply to, like, a, a lot of different jobs. So I felt like it was something good to start with. 
But then um, I quickly realized that business wasn't really the route I wanted to go towards. So I've always been interested in science, um, biology specifically, not really chemistry. But um, I started at Southeastern and I started in biology, changed my major. And um, I think it was my first micro class that I realized I really liked microbiology and I enjoyed the lab that came with it. So I just kind of researched like jobs that are in a lab and that's how I chose like the career path I'm going towards or going down now is medical laboratory technician. So someone who basically spends all their time in the lab, they receive orders from doctors or physicians and that could be like blood test or spinal fluid testing, you know, biopsies, wounds, things like that. Um, you would test the specimen in a lab, get the results, report it back. I feel like that's something I find really interesting. I also feel like it's a job in the medical field that not a lot of people know about. So um, when I learned about it and I kind of read like all the requirements and, you know, daily tasks that you do, I felt like it was something I could see myself doing. And I just kind of stuck with that, finished my bachelor's in biology. And now I'm working on my associates in applied or no allied health. Um, it's for a medical laboratory technician program. So once I'm done with that next fall, then I'll start working in a lab. And since I have my bachelor's, I could become an MLS, which is a medical lab scientist. And they kind of, they can manage, supervise um, the other technicians. And they basically do all the same job requirements as a technician, but they can manage and supervise. That's the big difference. But yeah, that's where I'm at now. <laughs> You're gonna wear a white coat? Hopefully, I don't know. I think they do wear lab coats, I'm pretty sure, but I don't know if it's like required, but yeah, I'll have a little scrub. You'll wear one, even if it's not required. Yeah, be all official-like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that. All right, so do you have any like advice for people that are just like about to start college or like going into college, like my little sister Maya? Yeah. Um, what would you tell Maya right now? I feel like we've had this conversation with Maya. Shout out Maya if you're hey, watching Maya. this. But um, yeah, I feel like college is a very, it's a life-changing decision. Like when you graduate high school, I feel like it's very normal to not know what you want to do. Like in high school, they kind of tell you that college is the end game and like you got to decide now what you're going to do because you're going to do it for the next four years and then you're going to do it for the rest of your life. So make sure it's something that you love because if it's something that you love, then it'll never feel like work. But I mean, I feel like when you're in high school and you're graduating, you're only like 17, 18 years old. Like I, I feel like it's kind of hard to be that young and just be like, oh yeah, I know what I want to do for the rest of my life. So definitely kind of have an idea of like maybe the subject that you're like really interested in. Yeah, like a kind of maybe the category. Kind of yeah, some kind of interest that you have and maybe ex explore that and 
research it like beforehand, kind of like what jobs you can get in that field. Um, and if there are jobs that you're interested in, then go for it, you know. I think college courses, they sometimes help you determine like if that's really what you want to do or not. So. Yeah, I think like um, another major thing is just like YouTube. I know YouTube like helps everybody learn everything, but there's a lot of like, uh, you know, the videos on there of like the day-to-day life of a doctor, the day-to-day life of like a cosmetologist or like things like that. So I feel like the more educated you are, the more of an educated guess you can make on what you think you should be doing. But until you get to college, you won't really know. And I think that's okay. I think it's okay to not know. But as long as you're trying and as long as you're pursuing an end goal to graduate, I think that's the main part that people get stuck on. They put so much pressure on themselves, and that's why a lot of people drop out because they're like, I don't know what I want to do. And, like, definitely if you're not ready, don't go, you know, if you don't have any idea. And you can always go back. Like, that's the good thing. Like, it's it's never too late. You're never too old to go back to college or continue your education, so... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want to change topics severely. <laughs> this is where I get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kelsey deals with a lot of like anxiety and stuff, and I feel like a lot of people have anxiety. I'm not saying that she isn't special. She's special, but you know, a lot of people um, don't know how to deal with their anxiety or don't know how to function when they're having like an anxiety attack or like they have a really bad day. They don't know how to get out of it. And I feel like Kelsey kind of struggles with that a little bit, but also at the same time she's working on it, and she's also doing a lot better. So what what can you tell the people out there with anxiety that kind of like don't know what to do when they get like worked up, or like how to like function or go to school when you have anxiety? So like Anna said, it's something I'm still working on. Like I'm currently working on it, um, but the thing that I've been taught and and work and learning is like coping coping mechanisms finding out what your coping mechanisms are it's going to be different obviously for every person because every person has different things that like trigger their anxiety so I guess number one would be finding out like what your triggers are mm-hmm. kind of maybe making a list of things that trigger your anxiety and then from that list looking at each thing and seeing what a coping coping mechanism can be for that thing. So like with school, let's say you have like a very hectic school and work schedule. Like always hectic. Right. All you do you feel like all you do is school and all you do is work. So if that can make you anxious sometimes because you feel like you have so much on your plate and like one of those things you might not be doing good in like you might be struggling in the school department because you're just working so much or you're not really doing good at work because you are like so burnt out with school and studying and staying up late whatever the case is um i feel like a good coping mechanism would be to remind yourself to have like a break really like a self-care day kind of thing like remind yourself to give yourself a break like just remind yourself it's okay to take time for yourself like you don't always have to be constantly doing something you know like 
yes, you need to study. School is important, but also give yourself hours in the day to just rest and not worry about school and not worry about work. Even if it's hard for you, because it's hard for me and it's easier said than done. Like that is something I struggle with. Like it's, it's very hard for me to just say, you know, I'm gonna put this to the side because I feel like I always have to constantly be doing something. But like, that's where I'm at now is basically learning how to be okay with, you know, not having anything. The silence. Like, it's okay to just not be the doing silence. something. Because it's funny because, you know, in those times where you're like not doing anything, I've been asked like, okay, so what can you do? Like, what can you do to be okay with not having anything to do? And I'm like, oh, I could... I don't know, listen to music or I could watch a TV show. And it's like, that's not really the answer they're looking for because they'll just be like, well, that's still occupying yourself. Doing like something. that's still distracting yourself. So like, what you you're doing like, is distracting yourself. Like is journaling like a self, you know what I mean? Like time for yourself or is it doing something? It's doing something. So it's it's supposed to be being okay with not doing something. So That's what I struggle like, with. So like sit down and just not do anything? Yeah, like... Not watch anything, not... Be on almost TikTok, like you can do like maybe self-affirmations. That's a good one. Like just telling yourself like, you know, it's okay. Like you're taking this break. Everything's good. Like it's fine that you're not doing anything. Like just mm -hmm. chill, relax. It's okay. Like, because if you're like, okay, well, I'm not doing anything, so I'm going to journal, or I'm going to listen to music, or I'm going to clean my room, it's like, you're doing that because you're not okay with just enjoying the peace, like, just tr trying to figure out why you feel like you always have to be doing something. Yeah. I, Which I is feel hard. Like, like, I've never taken you fishing, like, I've never taken you fishing before, but I feel like fishing is so calming because it's so quiet, and, like, there's nothing, no... No talking, because it's going to scare the fish away, and all yeah. that stuff, you know? Everybody's like, it's going to scare the fish, don't play the radio. Um, but I feel like it's so calming to go fishing, and I haven't went fishing in a long time, but I do feel like it would help. Like, it's something that would help you to, like, be calm and like, quiet. Yeah, because you don't really have to think about anything. You're just, like, just enjoying each other's company, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so those are only two topics that I really wanted to cover that were like big topics, but now we have questions out of a hat segment. <laughs> I don't know what these questions are. Maybe we'll see. I had to mix them up a little bit. Am I picking? Yes. Okay. Am I reading it out loud as well? Mm-hmm. Definitely. What would you tell a person who's still figuring it out? Figuring what out? What is it? Uh, it can be a lot of things, but um, in this case, I'm talking about people who don't have their sexualities figured out. Um, oh. Yeah. I feel uh, like you were a good candidate for this question. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, but no, just like a person who doesn't have a sexuality figured out or don't, like doesn't really know like how to like go about discovering who they are and stuff like that, you know? Um, I feel like and the only reason why I said she's good at this question is because when we first met, she didn't have herself figured out and now I feel like she's getting there. 
I'm very proud of her. I have to say, um, I feel like it's okay to not have yourself figured out. Like, yeah, honestly, yeah, I feel like, that. what is there to figure out, you know? It's like, who, who is to say, like, somebody is more figured out than somebody else, you know? Like, I guess you can be more confident about who you are. Yeah. But, like, if you're not... I feel like it's okay because yeah, it's like okay. it, you will figure it out one day or you will be even if you don't figure it out one day you'll be happy one day yeah you know so yeah as like long don't as you're fixate happy, on like why like like what you got going on just fixate on like what makes you happy yeah yeah that's a good way to look at it yeah I feel like you know also just putting labels it's like is that really that important to a person, like, what you label yourself as? I guess some people it is very important. I used to like, be one of those people. Someone, I guess I needed, me, like, I needed everything to be, like, labeled and, like, put into a category. It's, like, dichotomous key and, like, all that. Like, I had to figure it out. But now I, I'm not like that anymore. I feel like you definitely changed that in me. Like, I don't know, like, gave me more insight and perspective and, like, just, like, I like, I guess if you, like, if you were to label me, you would label me as, like, bisexual. That's what I would label myself as. But, like, you know, I just feel like if a person makes me laugh and, you know, we have just fun together, good times, happy memories, like, that's all that I'm really looking for. So I feel like the more I've grown up, I'm just like, why put a label, like, mm -hmm. you love who you love, and that's just how it is, and that's how it should be, and I know it's not like that for everybody, but the world is changing, thankfully, and it's, it's weird nice that to they see. have, like, norms, you know, like, norms exist, like, it, as much as we want to be like, ah, don't go with the norms, it's like, norms exist, and, like, people accept things better when it's the norm. And when it goes against the norm, people don't really accept it. So it's just like, why do we have norms if everyone wants to claim they want to be different? You know, that's when the world goes back to, like, everybody's kind of doing the same trend. Like, yeah. doing the same TikTok dances, doing the same this, doing the same this, and, like, making the same type of videos. It's just, like, to get more views at the same time. It's just, like, mm -hmm. the world is full of norms, and... That's where it goes back to just doing what makes you happy. Like, if, if you are and you will get knocked off for that yeah. you will get knocked off when you're happy you'll get knocked off and like people won't care about what you have going on because you're just doing your own thing living your own life you're not right you're not just you know doing what everybody else is doing at the time so. and if doing what everyone else is doing makes you happy then there you go yeah mm -hmm. don't be afraid to get knocked off though thanks Laura. i wonder how deep these questions are about to get because this seems like a very long piece of paper let's see okay what was slash is your favorite age mm. that's a good one very insightful question hmm. i honestly have never thought about this i don't that makes me happy i would definitely not say high school <laughs> i don't I think I was I'm the only one that likes high school. happiest <laughs> in high school. Um, I had 
I've definitely had some good times in high school. Mm -hmm. Definitely a lot of fun memories made. But I wouldn't say that was my favorite time. So... Either when I first started college. Like, maybe when I first got to Southeastern. So my second year of college. Or... What age was that? That was... 20? 1920? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I think so. We didn't know each other back then. Yeah. But, so either then, or, I mean, I was a really happy child, so. She was a cute child, too. So um, I hate to admit it. Maybe, like, I don't know, definitely grade school, probably. Like, it was so simple. It was so simple and just like you just didn't know the real, real things that go on in the world. <laughs> You're so oblivious. At that, yeah, definitely oblivious and just innocent and yeah. And pure. Yeah, not not a worry in the world, nothing to stress about. So. Yeah. I can't think of like a significant So what age? So what age? Pick Maybe one. Maybe like second grade, <laughs> second or third grade. So I don't know My how old you are. You're like eight or nine. Year was in when I was like eight years old. Eight or nine, and teeth. then when I was like, did 10. you have front teeth at eight or nine, or was that six? You don't have teeth. I don't. Know. I think you had front teeth. I find it so weird when kids don't have their front teeth. They're probably like... crooked. But... <laughs> okay. Next question. What do you stand for? Mm. What do I stand for? This is a very, like, I feel like I, if I don't list everything I stand for, <laughs> now you can I'm going to be in trouble. Topics. You can list broad topics, for sure. Okay, so I definitely stand for I feel like the I LGBTQ, first of all. Plus. Yes. Plus community. Like, I'm all for love is love. Mm -hmm. I mean, from the South, so. <laughs> yeah. Want to move to the North. But, <laughs> um, what do I stand for? Just being kind, like, mm -hmm. really. There are so many people polite. that are, so I feel like, so unhappy in the world. Yeah. Just take it out on others. I don't know if that's because we both have been in restaurant slash retail Ooh, service industry like our whole lot like working lives yeah and it's just like the things you see the things you hear working in restaurant and retail is like despicable like why would you even treat somebody who's just trying to like you know like have this whole experience for you um just so like poorly i don't know i don't understand and it's not just older people all the time like, i know we're in an era where we're like talking about the karens and whatever they call the guys and i forgot what they call the guys but i don't even know what they call the guys you know i definitely get it it's they're they can be 
a whole new breed of people. But also, like, younger generation, like, there's a lot of mean girls, mean guys out there. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest thing is, like, okay, so I work at Starbucks now. Shout out to my Starbucks fam. Um, but my thing is, like, it's it's our job to not treat people like they're going to be mean to us, too. At the same time, because you're so used to everyone being so not polite and so rude. But it's just like the, every car that you greet, you have to greet them like they're going to be so nice to you because you get into a routine of just thinking that every car is going to be so rude to you. It kind of just ruins your day and it's not even real, you know, it ruins it without it even happening. So I feel like just keep your morale up and keep your like spirits up and always be very um, enthusiastic. So the next question is, what's the most Ever been. Um, why do I feel like I want you answering these with me? You can. Uh, um, I can help you. I mean, I can answer this. Um, I'm so scared. I mean, I feel like the only time I've been like really scared, like just not knowing what was going to happen, is probably like. Well, my mom had her stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was just it was just a very scary time because like no one in my family has really ever had something like that happen. Yeah. My own mom did have cancer like, whenever I was younger, but she recovered from it. And I also was so young, so like it didn't affect me as much as it probably would have affected me if it if I had been older. Mm-hmm. And like I said, she recovered from it. She's been thankfully, you know, pretty much healthy since then. But yeah, she had a stroke about three years ago. And that was definitely one of the scariest yeah. things to ever happen. Just being in the hospital and, you know, it's your mom, you never want anything bad to happen to your mom. So yeah, definitely. But thankfully, she did recover. She had to go to speech therapy, um, but she did make a full recovery through speech therapy. So, and just tell me where it happened, like why it was such like a miracle. Oh, because it happened like in the middle of her brain. Mm-hmm. So the blood blood clotted in the middle of her brain, where usually the blood clot happens on either like the left or right side of the brain, and depending which side, like, that's what motor functions get um, affected. Mm-hmm. But since hers happened in the middle of her brain, and it was a very, very small clot um, that they were able to, like, remove. Or actually, I think they might have been able to just leave it. It was very small. But um, regardless, it didn't affect, like, any of her motor skills. So she was able to, you know, walk and move fine and, you know, didn't affect, like, either side of her face, like, paralyzed either side of her face. Um, But it did, it's, like, affect her speech, like I said. She went to speech therapy for, like, honestly, not that long, just, like, a few months. That's all it took was for her to be able to pronounce words and, you know, like, speak full sentences again, so... 
I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, that was crazy that she didn't have to go that long. Because, like, she really couldn't talk about her shirt at all. She's a strong woman. For sure. For sure. But, next question. In our relationship, I was wondering if there was going to be any relationship questions. What really? is your favorite memory? I wanted to make it more about you and just everything that you had going on, but I wanted to put that question because yeah. I really want to know what's your favorite memory. Our favorite, my favorite memory. I think you, I feel like you're going to know what I'm going to say. What do you think? Oh, uh, come on, you can't do that to me. What do you think? I, I don't know, I feel like we have a lot of memories. Well, I guess it's my favorite, but it could maybe be your favorite. Okay, what? So, my favorite memory is with Colorado. <laughs> that was fun. That was, it was literally Anna's first time on the plane. Yes. So, I got to experience that with her, which was. A lot of turbulence. <laughs> which was really fun. And I was just excited. Like, that alone, I was excited for, for the trip, which is just on the plane with her. But just also being in Colorado, like, I feel like we just really enjoyed it. We really made the most of every single day we were there. Mm -hmm. And, like, the weather was just really nice. Like, it was cold, but, like, all you needed was a jacket and jeans, and you were good. Like, you didn't need, like, heavy duty. You were fine. And during the day, it wasn't even that cold. Like, yeah. a long sleeve was fine. We went in January, right? Was it two years ago? Yeah. But yeah, that's one of my favorite memories. Um, it was just a very good time. We like literally as soon as we got back home, we're like, we're gonna go back one day. Yeah. And that's the place we'll go back to. So that would be. I feel like that would be my favorite memory. But we have a lot of good memories, like a lot of happy, good, favorite memories. So it's hard to just pick one, honestly. But. Mm -hmm. That was one recent one. That's my favorite. So, yeah. Do you want me to take 500? Hello, we are back after some technical difficulties. Our audio had no audio, so here we are at the park yeah, on an setting. iPhone. So, basically, we were just going over the last few questions. And I think the last thing that was, the last question was, what is your dream? What is your dream? So, um, I just said that, you know, my dream is just to eventually move out of the South, move out of Louisiana, um, just kind of find my new, my new, um, way and build family and get established in my career and just become stable and just be happy honestly that's my dream that's what I'm most excited for is kind of like moving out and just seeing what else there is you know in the world all I really know is Louisiana you know I've visited a few other places out of state but you know this is this is where I've been for the past 25 years so i'm just ready ready to start a new chapter yeah i would love that too just like to live somewhere where no one knows you and you can just start over do whatever you want to do mm -hmm. 
So I think that concludes our podcast for today. I think Kelsey shed some light on some interesting things. Uh, I do just want to thank everybody for listening, everyone who's been supporting me, and also for Greg. Shout out to Greg for really pushing me every day. He told me to start the podcast (laughs) back up. (laughs) So shout out to Greg. You know who you are. Uh, Thank you all for really supporting me and just watching and listening to me. I really appreciate you guys. Yes, y'all continue to show your support. Um, There's a lot of new and exciting people that will come on the podcast so yeah just tune in there's gonna be definitely a variety of people and personalities so Mm -hmm. you know it's not gonna always be the same thing so please watch show your support show love and that's all i have to say show all the love what's on your plate we'll see you next time bye bye